This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is your favorite smell? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Turn your microphone on. Yes. Why does that keep turning off? Because I turn it off to protect you. Oh, oh. You know, from oh. like burps and scratches oh. and things so, that I, happen. Thank you so much, yeah, Mrs. Roberts. You're welcome. Well done. Uh, what is your favorite smell, everybody? 651 641 1071. Why That's are the we talking we're asking. about smells? I don't know. You know, like I think about that sometimes. Like there, we always talk about bad smells, but never but really. But you know, about those good smells, they just don't get enough attention. <laughs> they don't. Aww. And the other day when I, I just was feel working, bad for like happy smells, I was working on putting my thoughts together for this award winning program, and I was sitting next to a candle. <laughs> <laughs> That my 14-year-old bought for me. And, and what did it smell like? Fresh cut grass. Oh, and you were like... And he bought it for me because he knows that I love the smell of fresh cut grass. Did you just say, instead of buying me a candle, you could just go mow the front yard? Basically, okay. that's true. Yeah. However, I just was like, I do love the smell of fresh cut lawn. What, mm. are, what are other people's favorite smells? Thank you for asking. I love this question. 651-641-1071. I really can tell. What's your favorite smell? No, I smell, do. Bradley? I love smells. I'm like... <laughs> I'm I'm all about the smell. I love smells. I do. Yeah. I just walk in a room and I'm like, wow, so much. <laughs> Are you Here, why don't you think about it while we go no, to the phones? I, I love, I mean, where do you want to start? Like, I love food smells. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you could categorize them, right? right? Yeah. Uh, 651-641-1071. Just like randomly pick your favorite smell and bread, then tell us. Ooh. Fresh baked bread. Yeah. Yeasty Chocolate goodness. chip cookies. Mm. Let's go to Stacy. She's been holding. Hi, Stacy. Stacy, what's your favorite smell? It's an odd one. Um, the at a drag strip, the burnout line, the, the combination of drag racing fuel and burning rubber. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's, that's unique. It is so wonderful. Why do you love it so much? I wonder. I was brought up a gearhead. My okay. dad had two g- girls, and brought me up anything. And- boy can do my girls can do better and i grew up at the drag strip and circle track races and muscle cars i, I love it. that when she said drag strip i i really had to think yeah heavily oh sorry no <laughs> no just because my definition of drag is a little different probably than 
most. So <laughs> thank you, Stacy. That is, you know, what I appreciate about what Stacy said is that that she recognizes any drag strip I can think of. You don't want to smell. <laughs> Trust me. After being in three layers of pantyhose, you don't want to smell. <laughs> what Stacy said that is so true, though, is how much a smell can be connected to a memory, right? So, like, she was able to say. Like, oh, yeah. Here's why. That's, that's the thing about smells, man. That's why they're so awesome is because I don't know if it's everyone, but I, I, I like I can instantly be brought back to a time and place. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to Gabriel. Hello, Gabriel. Gabriel, what's your favorite smell? Oh, hi. I kind of had a, have a couple of weird ones yeah. as well. Um, this will be for the animal lovers. Um, brand new puppies have what we call skunk breath. Mm. And like that puppy skunk breath is one. I just love that. Mm, And then (laughs) I also, uh, had a horse. I used to own a horse for years. And when a horse first starts to sweat, they smell super, super sweet. And it's Mm. just, yeah. Two of my favorite smells. I guess for the animal lovers out there. Sure. I love it. I've never heard it called Thank you, Skunk Gabriel. Breath. Thank you, Gabriel. I know, but yes, little puppy. Puppy breath for sure. Right. Also Frito feet. Frito feet. Yeah. But the Frito feet always are there. What is that? I don't I don't know that it's there when they're puppies. I just, uh, like, it became a, th- Jamie said, puppy feet smell like Fritos. It's and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because I didn't grow up with dogs. And then sure enough, we got Louise and I was like, her feet smell like corn chips. It's a bacteria. Is it? The dog's feet. Thank you, Holly. You're well, welcome. Frito Lay should invest in <laughs> the scrapings of dog paws. Okay, now let's. Okay. I just will move on. Hi, Kelly. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that <laughs> offensive, Kelly? <laughs> Kelly, what's your favorite smell? I was also gonna say dogs with Frito feet. It just connects with heart, right? Yeah, it just makes you feel good. It's so true. Thanks for your call, Kelly. Uh, and let's finally go to Monica. Hello, Monica. Monica. Monica, what's your favorite smell? Okay, I have two. And actually, it, it's kind of a touch on that Frito smell, but it's not the feet. It's my, my old dog. His armpits smell like Fritos, and I used to just, like, bury my face in there. And, like, just oh take <laughs> And so anytime I smell stupid Fritos, I think of my dead dog's armpits, which is awesome. But and kind of gross, actually, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, but whatever. I, Whatever, I'm gross. But also, um, I don't know if you've ever used that Nog Champa. It's like an incense um, that you... So anytime you go into any sort of um, Indian um, temple or anything, it's a, it's a real specific smell. It's a sweet smell. And uh, I grew up in California, so I used to go to a lot of um, uh, higher Krishna temples down there mm-hmm. when my mom was a hippie. And I, uh, they have this one smell. It's called Nog Champa, and it's just kind of has like a good, you know, memory. Yeah, for sure. Hanging out with a bunch of hippies. <laughs> I love it. Monica, yeah, like thank hi- you. Hippie perfume, kind of like our, my equivalent to that. And I'm sure many of yours would be, um, oh, college. It just makes me think of college. What's the yes. hippie smell? Patchouli. Patchouli. Yeah. 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 Oh, you for sure had a lot of patchouli yes. in your dormitory. Oh, down the hall. Like, yeah. oh, look, somebody's... <laughs> Light in the patchouli, I wonder why. Sharon is on the line. Hi, Sharon. <laughs> it also covers up other smells. Mm-hmm. Sharon, thanks for sharing with us. Uh, what's <laughs> what's your favorite smell? <laughs> Hi, Sharon. Hi. What's your favorite, favorite smell? 
it's got to be Lilies of the Valley. Oh. My mom had a huge patch when I was growing up, and I've actually taken some from her transplant, and I've got a huge patch of my own. That's just like, it's the smell of the spring. It's the yes. smell of new things. I don't know that I've ever smelled it. Oh. Like, what is it? Because like, oh. I know lilacs and apple blossoms and... But what is Lily of the Valley? I guess it's going to smell like Lily of the Valley. It's hard it's, to... It smells sweet. I mean, it's, you, in fact, I happened to find a perfume I liked, and I didn't realize at the time, but it had um, it had Lilies of the Valley in it. Hmm. And I just, I liked it so much, and I didn't realize I was there. So. It's like a light smell. It's not offensive. And if you've smelled like a really good smell when you're out and about, it's probably Lily of the Valley. Huh. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about lilacs as yeah, well. Thank oh, you, sure. Sharon. Like What's that your favorite sort smell? of well, I like fresh cut grass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but also I'm weird. Armpits. Gasoline. I love the smell of gasoline. You like the oh, smell of gasoline. I feel like a lot of people yeah. like that smell. It's that's and you, it's like a shameful smell, it right? Is? Because well, because people will be like, "That's dangerous," and yeah. you're like, "Okay, but I don't like to like huff it." I just when I'm at the gas <laughs> station. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> no. It's just like when I'm at the gas station, I like it's it's a good environment. Sharpies, I like that smell. It's but I kinda don't, like Siggy's. I love Siggy smell. I don't mind it. And you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. I used to. to smoke, but I'm just like people are always like, Oh, I, I won't smoke near I'm like, please smoke on me. <laughs> just don't not on my clothes. I but. will go when I'm on my way to the car if there are people that we work with that I want to chat with who happen to be outside, uh taking a little break, I will purposely go over and have a very yeah. long conversation with them um i love casino smell i do too and i think we're not normal normal yeah <laughs> holly what's your favorite smell i like the ocean mm-hmm. yeah there is a is, is it like that what is the ocean smell like sea salt no sea really air? that's like i know it's a dumb question but like what no, is it that makes the smell of the ocean it's the salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also probably smelling a little bit of being outside, Rotten. a little bit of your own. Yes. Like sweat, your own musk? Yes, your own musk. Mm. It's just like being outside, Decaying being by the ocean. biomass. Yes, exactly. What? I love to smell whatever is rotting on the beach. <laughs> well, burning yeah, you know how flesh. you get like, like <laughs> why is there flesh burning on the beach? People. Um, they're burning? You know, sun tanning. The sun? Oh, I do. Oh, speaking of, I love oh, <laughs> the smell of sunscreen, like a good, like tropical sunscreen mm-hmm. smell. Yes. There's a smell when you come off the airport, uh, uh, when you come out of the airport in Orlando, Florida, it has a special smell. I like that oh, smell sure. too. Yeah, it just smells like vacation. Yeah, right? like oranges and palm trees. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you know what I don't like the smell of? These celebrity sex non-disclosure <laughs> oh, agreements. Um, I don't want to smell celebrity sex. Musky. Uh, non-disclosure agreements. We'll be talking about those after this on My Talk 1071. Well, it's time to talk uh, as a family about celebrity sex non-disclosure agreements. Okay. This is a serious issue. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. I think that you uh, brushed across this uh, story yesterday mm-hmm. and mentioned it. And then I took a minute to actually kind of read through all of it because I was interested in the topic of it. It's a BuzzFeed News story by... Uh, uh, somebody named Hallie Lieberman. It's uh, the headline is "Want to Have Sex with a Celebrity? Sign a Non-Disclosure Agreement." And we've been talking about non-disclosure agreements in a in a multitude of ways over the past few years um, because they've played a huge part in some of the 
cases with people like Harvey Weinstein or with Bill Cosby. And um, but this this story is really about how kind of ubiquitous a celebrity non-disclosure agreement is when a celebrity wants to have sex with a non-celebrity. Yeah. Which happens, right? And is kind of a status symbol, I guess, for some people who travel in circles. And this is a um and this is a real thing. And it starts with this story, sort of maybe a hypothetical story of a gal by the name of Cassie who finds herself in a place at a party with a celebrity and they are, you know, going toward maybe having a sexual encounter. And the celebrity says at 3 a.m., yeah, we can totally have sex. Please sign this. And that's the precursor, the foreplay to their sexual encounter. Which is totally normal. Not at all, right? Right. And basically this story in BuzzFeed News, and I encourage people to read it, we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about it, but centers around the notion that many celebrities have many of these non-disclosure agreements that have been signed that they sort of have filed away. And it basically prevents the person, the non-celebrity, from even acknowledging that there was ever a an encounter at all. Um, essentially, they're told to behave as though that celebrity doesn't even exist in the world. Um and then they talk to some lawyers and the lawyers essentially say, hey, guys, like this, these are not enforceable at all. So there we sort of are left with this odd thing yeah, where a person is being held quiet mm-hmm. because they signed something. This all the just, thing is really not a thing. This all just smells like a like a, a, a piece of celebrity culture. That's like totally meaningless, but completely for show or and mm-hmm. completely for show. Like, like, oh, I, I make everyone I have sex with sign an NDA. Like you are so famous that you have to, you know, force people to sign a non-disclosure agreement in order to have sex with them. When in actuality, mm, you really don't. Also, I would just argue, like, what are what are you hiding? Because right. like, here's the thing. People can it, it just it's. It, it's not only unenforceable, it also doesn't seem very practical. I'm not quite sure what the purpose would be. Right. Allegedly, the purpose would be to keep them quiet about the sex you had. Well, I have news for you. Most people are mm-hmm. yeah, quiet about the sex you're having, right. even with celebrities. I mean, they might tell their friends. Right. Like we've all, but it, that's like a rumor. Right. Like nobody's, it's not actionable. So what's interesting is, so yes, I feel the same way about all of that. But then we you can tease it out to people like the Kardashians who require a non-disclosure agreement to be signed for any party. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. 
Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. So then yeah. let's use a real life example. The Tristan Thompson story. Yeah. Um, Tristan Thompson also required non-disclosure agreements. At a lot his of good parties, that did him. Right. And so that whole story with Jordan Wood was all about you know, she had signed a non-disclosure agreement. They can use those to hold them over the other person's head as yeah. sort of like a bribery tactic. Oh, for sure. But it doesn't work with certain people, right? Because, for example, Jordan Woods knows that thing doesn't hold any water. Yeah, and like, all, I mean, again, it it can work if the person, like, it's enforceable in if it's enforced by the person that it's meant to, like, enforce it mm-hmm. on. I know that sounds very, like, that sounded stupid. It's only going to work if the both parties make it work. Right. If either one of the parties break it, it's not going to be very enforceable. And they're banking on the threat of enforcing it, preventing certain behavior. Mm-hmm. But like if you're heck bent on, um, you know, getting that information out there, we've seen time and time again, like the president of the United States was not benefited by non-disclosure agreements. Mm-hmm. Like what mean what makes a like middling wannabe reality star think they're going to be able to enforce those non-disclosure agreements. There's a story in this article about a woman who found herself in a relationship with a musician and the musician was like, Hey, I want to have a quick conversation. And the woman thought, you know, maybe there was going to be a conversation about the two of them being exclusive. His, what he wanted to talk about was, I want you to sign this non-disclosure agreement. And also this contract that says you'll come out and visit me when I'm on the road for sexual encounters and then you'll go home, but you can't tell anybody, you know me. And she was like, yeah, no. So we're going to break up now. And in the article, the same person said that is that band was not a big deal and has yet to make it big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is sort of like they use it as a status symbol. flex. Yes. It's a total flex, but the truth is, and I feel like I wish more people knew this. It's not, they're not enforceable. So, you know what else I think about with these, sex of uh, these celebrity sex non-disclosure agreements Me too. no i think of, yes but also um john travolta oh yeah and all of the people who sort of tiptoed yeah who said a few things but then sort of backed off of it i wonder how often they were threatened with yeah. those non-disclosure and, agreements and science and i'm not That's saying a whole different story. well yeah and i'm not saying that you um that it's not a, th- a possible, like you can use it as a threat, right? right? Like that's a legitimate thing. We talked about a, that in the age of Me Too. Right. I'm just saying, I think probably for most of these, it's a vanity th- experience. Absolutely. It's a total yeah. flex. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly, we call them Demons. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? Thanks for asking. Welcome. Happy Pride from Kid Rock. What? Mm-hmm. 
Kid Rock is my D-bag today. Do you want that? Do you want that from Kid Rock, Bradley? Do you want his wishes of happy pride? Well, uh, no. uh, Allegedly, supposedly, because of the words he used to describe his feelings about the matter. Mm -hmm. So I saw over at TMZ the following. Kid Rock hurls homophobic slur on stage. Thanks, Kid. Great. Um, And look, that's, you know. I'm not surprised, uh, nor do I really care what a mm-hmm. Kid Rock has to say most days. But I just thought, great timing to kick off Pride Month. Let's drop some homophobic slurs. I laugh because, well, that's all I can do mm-hmm. anymore. Um, it turns out the singer was not feeling the fact uh, that audience members had taken out their iPhones. So everybody knows when you're a musician and people try to record your performance, like Cindy Lauper, she hates Yes. People um, uh, uh, recording. Recording. Having their phones out at all. She, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She loathes it. Um, which I'm just like, okay, Amish people, good luck with that. <laughs> Have you been to the world we live in? Um, but anyway, so I get that that's, that's a normal reaction. What is not normal, though, is to blame the gays. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't think this was a direct... Um, assault on an individual person's uh, sexuality. It was just sort of a, you know, blanket way mm-hmm. to offend everyone. Mm-hmm. And what he said was, um, after people whipped out their iPhones on Saturday night, this was at Fish Lips in Tennessee. My uh, favorite place. I know. Everybody loves Fish Lips. Isn't that like an iconic place, Fish Lips? I have no idea. I feel like it is. Anyway, um, he says, bleep your iPhone. Yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> you bleeping bleeps. With your and I'm not going to do the bleeps because it's mm-hmm. you know that's the whole point. Yeah, it's, right. Like, that's know, the offensive stuff. Blurs. Yeah, you not. bleeping bleeps with your iPhones out. He then mocked fans, recording him by pointing directly. This is another favorite move of mine. So you know, just offhanded uh, homophobic slurs followed by pointing directly at your crotch, telling them to post your junk. He's, boy, what a classy, classy mm. guy. Although I do have to wonder, like, because when I first saw this, I was like, is this like, is he like, does he know his audience? Like, is he like, they love it when I point at my crotch and call them bleep words. They, some people might like that, you know? I think they probably do. Meaning they probably don't see the offensive nature of it. Yeah. And they are cheering for it. Yeah, they're like, they probably cheered. They were probably like, yeah, rock! You know? Yeah. So anyway, happy pride from Uh Kid Rock. He will be uh, leading our parade this year. Oh, wait, no. No. Not at all, ever. It's not okay. He's not okay. Do better. Thank you. Or just do. Because that's not even doing. I don't know that we really want him to do, though. Well, I mean, everybody's, you know. I want everybody to do the right thing. Yeah. We just need him to get there. <laughs> yeah. And stop by, you know, offending yeah. a lot of people. Thank, Thank you. you. Who's your D-bag? Jill Duggar. Oh, Uh-oh. no. Did she have children? Uh, I mean, no, you guys, this is a sister. This is not. I don't know. Which Did they not all have a bunch of kids? <laughs> they do all have a bunch of kids. But this Jill Duggar is. What's Jill doing? Um, wait. Is, oh, she's a Dillard. She's the now. Dillard now. Yeah. yeah. So she's, she's Jill Duggar Dillard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the headline, and then of course I went on to read it, but I just I'm going to give you like the journey. Okay. Oh, okay. So I see the headline: Jill Duggar defends feeding her dog breast milk. Just chill, she Ew. says. What? Okay. So Is she I'm breastfeeding like breastfeeding her dog. Okay. 
<laughs> your questions were my questions. And so I'm like, okay, just yeah, I chill. Love my dog, but... So I open this thing and I'm like, I am chill. I just need to understand better, like, what happened, right? <laughs> what happened? And there are what many visuals that are rolling through, through your mind. Most right of which now. are probably illegal. So yeah. she says, no shame. The article in Us Weekly goes on to say, no shame in her game. Jill Duggar got ahead of haters after feeding her dog breast milk on Saturday, June 5th. And I was like, what? Yeah, get ahead what? of the haters. Okay. I'm need, getting ahead of the more. haters. So basically, here's what happened she had some breast milk left over in her freezer. Okay. And having uh having had to having been in a position in my life where I made that stuff and then saved that stuff, it's really hard. Like if you've ever had it in a cooler and it's spoiled, it's like the wor- it's the worst because you're like I I worked so hard to make that, right? Uh, yeah. So she's done with feeding her children this breast milk. It was leftover. It had been there for a really long time. Her young kid was like, I want to try that. What does it taste like? Right? Her three-year-old. And so she was like, oh, that's fine. I'll let him try it. So she thought it out. And then he didn't like it. And so then she gave the rest to the dog. Okay. Okay. Seems totally normal. So then she starts this. If you have extra breast milk laying around so she she's like before any of you jump on me for feeding it to the dog she's fine she's totally fine i wouldn't have given it to her if i thought it would make her sick so just chill okay now here's my thing who's coming at her well here's my thing girl why even share that like we don't need to share everything right like yeah like if you you might be delighted by the fact that you gave breast milk to your dog but if you're gonna share that people are gonna react and you don't need to tell them to chill i mean i'm chill are you not right now but it's not about the (laughs) breast milk it's about the whole situation where it's like i just don't like people baiting people and then going chill yeah, right? guys, just chill. Right? Yeah, That's like, so I know juvenile. you guys are going to have opinions about this. Just, just stop. chill. Chill. But, yeah. Chill. Yeah. Could you not oh. right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's also my, that really stems from the biggest thing that gets up my behind. Yeah. What? Tell us more about it. Intrigued. But what? But what's the thing? Oh, yeah. The thing up my behind. Um. So the thing that really gets up my keister on stuff like this is, like um, going after the one person who right. said something, right? Like you, you say or something before anybody even said 99 anything. Ninety nine people. Well, yeah. In this case, that's sort of mm-hmm. like a derivation of that. But like just posting something, ninety nine people are totally like, "That's great." And then there's one idiot, and then you're spending all your energy responding to the one idiot. I'm right. like, in what world does that math ever seem mm-hmm. like a good idea? Yeah, nobody should be getting that much attention mm-hmm. from you ever especially when they're presenting you with something negative. Yeah. But but this is just an example of that. It's sort of like presupposing, you know, it's next level. You're presupposing that people are going to be offended by something, which begs the question, then why are you posting Then why it? are you sharing it? Yeah. It's just like... Also, yeah. do I need to see your breast milk being fed to the dog? Or That's your, just... Or your three-year-old because he asked for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not... There are things I do in my life that are pretty, like, I'd be like, wow, that's pretty cool. I just did that. 
Yeah. You're not going to see it on um, yeah. social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personal accomplishments. Yes. That don't need to be blasted that, like out on Like minor personal yeah. accomplishments, right? Now, before I get an email, now I'm going to presuppose. Oh. Oh, okay. Now she's physician healing herself. But what right. I'm, not, I'm not trying to say, like, it's not okay to feed your kid breast milk in front of the world. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, like, this whole scene was like a home scene at your house. And then you shared it and then told us how to feel about it or how to not feel about it. It's right? bait. It is. It's, that's bait. exactly what it is. And I, she seems like a master troll baiter. And I am not here for it. That's too far. It was not too far. Um, anyway. You know what really gets up my behind? What? There's we more? Have, we don't have time. Sure we do. We got tons of time. No, I was just making a joke. Okay, fine. No, right. Up Anywho. my behind because you said master... Okay, got it. Thing. Thank you. Any whoosie whatsie. Just in case you were not chill about anything Jill Duggar did. Um, also, by the also, way. Also, way to distract us from the real story. Exactly what I was going to say. It's like, Hello? no, no. Like, I'm actually chill about you feeding your breast milk to the dog. What I'm not chill about is your brother being a full-blown oh, sex offender. Okay. Oh. So maybe, like, Yes. Maybe you should be taught, like, just go away for a minute. That's, I guess, what I'm, my advice is. Yeah, that'd be nice. Just go I mean, away. We should all nice. practice going away for a minute. That it's was, yeah. not, you guys, it's really, it's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Martha Stewart will tell you it yeah. is a good thing. Just go away. Take a beat. You do not need to post every single thing that happens in your home life. It's all right. It's true. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not posting everything uh, in your home life, guess who came back to Instagram? Um, who was gone? Chrissy Teigen. Oh, mm-hmm. she's back. Yeah, did she, she is come back? back to she, something? She just came back to Instagram. Okay. And I want to tell you what she posted, and we'll sort of analyze it a little was bit. It okay. Breast milk related? Not. Okay. Uh, but we'll chill. talk about Chrissy Teigen and her return to social media after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, okay, so I mentioned that Chrissy Teigen has resurfaced on Instagram. You may say, but Charity came back to social but media. I already talked about that. She came back. You talked about it already. But that's not what we're really talking oh, about. So good. she's been very, very quiet on social media yeah, well. since the Courtney Stodden conversation yeah, until w- tweets, resurfaced. Uh, direct messages came to light where she told uh, Courtney Stodden to off herself. Yes. So that is to take her own life. Own life. Yes. So Chrissy Teigen uh, kind of disappeared. And I, you know, I don't really know. I Did <sighs> I miss her? No. But some people did, and they they've been begging for her. Well, to come for a back. person who eats and breathes and sleeps Twitter and social media, it it was a noticeable absence, right? And you know, occasionally, just because I report on entertainment news for a living, I will go over to her Twitter and see has she tweeted, and no. And this is something you know, it's she's been back and forth with leaving Twitter, coming back, leaving Twitter, coming back. Um, and then she just figured out how to not tweet. Like, just because you have Twitter doesn't mean you need to tweet all the time. Well, she came back to social media, but not to Twitter. She so, 
her debut was on Instagram. Okay. And what did she, what what did did she, she do? What did she do? You wanted to know. I, know. I wanted to know. She posted a picture of her with her daughter, Luna, and her mother sitting outside. Her daughter, Luna, is wearing uh, a dance costume from a dance recital. And the caption is just so proud of our little dancer. Okay. Uh, where is this picture, though? On, I, don't, I don't see it on her Instagram. It's on John Legend's Instagram. <gasps> oh. So all of this is like Chrissy Teigen is still a thing, guys. Don't worry about it. She's out and about. Oh, this sounds very um, uh, Chris Jenner in that. Remember, Rob mm-hmm. Kardashian became toxic mm-hmm. on social media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Because he posted revenge porn Mm -hmm. of Black China. Mm -hmm. And Instagram was like, bye, Mm -hmm. you can't be on here. And so Kris Jenner started up an account that was about Rob. Right. As posted by Kris Jenner Industries. Right. And this seems very much like let's have, you know, um, Chrissy show up on social media in other places, mm-hmm. just not on her own account. But also let me throw a wrench in there or an or ad, I should say. Also, let's make sure that there's a picture of the child in the picture oh. so that you can't. You're saying that she perhaps is using the child as a shield. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying this. It's all strategic unless you think it's not strategic. Well, of course. I mean, I would not expect anything less from a, a woman who knows how to be successful on social media. I would imagine that everything has been well thought out and planned. Absolutely. And, you know, to the point that, you know, this is like you said, Holly, it's not even on her own personal Instagram. It's on John Legend's Instagram. Mm-hmm. So she's still not using her own social media. But just FYI, Chrissy Teigen is going on with her life just fine. You know, she's smiling. She looks beautiful. She's and I'm not saying she shouldn't. But what I am saying is this seems like a oh test God. balloon. What? I, it's so obvious why she's not posting on her own account. I just went to her last post, which was from... Uh, May 11th, where she printed a page from book three, my cozy classic red lentil soup, which includes such comments as, <clears throat> oh, let's see, thumbs down emojis. Um, I'm here for the comments. I pray that you find the light. Oh, wait, where was the one that I just saw? Uh, seek help. Um, oh, there was a really f- not appropriate one. Okay. <laughs> 
And now it's gone. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Oh, yeah. Sorry, not interested in endorsing someone who tells others to unalive themselves. I mean, and those are coming from just your average everyday Instagram accounts right. that are not verified, checkmarked, and other yeah, things. These because, are not like influencers. Well, what, what's fascinating, though, is when you go back and you look at that John Legend picture that he posted a couple of days ago, the blue checkmark celebrities mm-hmm. are piling on yeah, and which is, putting on positive comments. Which is all part of the strategy, you yeah. guys, right? It's like float the test balloon and then get your whole posse of famous people with their blue checkmarks to comment positive things so that's what people see. I mean, this is all strategic. And I'm not, listen, I'm not saying that Chrissy Teigen shouldn't be, shouldn't have social media. But what I am saying is social media in a lot of ways is trash. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it, it it's is a very toxic place. It is a toxic mm-hmm. place. And you know what? She was part of the toxicity and has been and kind of in many ways continues to be, even though she's not active. And I would, I would, I would say yes. And, um, created a business model off of, of social media. So it's almost like I don't want to just draw like easy comparisons. Cause I think that this is probably all way more complicated and fascinating. And like, there's a lot of things to be curious about in this particular story that I would love to hear somebody do a deep dive, like seven part podcast about like her journey through social media. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it would in- tell us a lot that would be far more valuable to me than like whatever content she was actually publishing. Cause I, I didn't follow her personally right. for just the sake of the content she was publishing. Cause she was more, more because she was like a phenomenon. But the thing that I'm fascinated about is like what all of this, like, like she made a business model out of social media and is now suffering the consequence of, that so like i'm curious does she understand then the limits of social media did she think that she didn't have to play by the rules right of social like what was her like what's her feeling about her role in this i guess is my curiosity well and that's you know what i would like is it's, for her to come on the show and talk to us sure but i was actually going to say oprah winfrey to sit down in a backyard maybe gail king's backyard with uh chrissy Teigen and have that one-on-one conversation right i mean if she's gonna if I guess that I, but yeah, yes. And mm-hmm. yes. And I want to watch that and we would be there and we would cover it live. Mm-hmm. But I also want to hear about all of the people around her because you know, this is so much more than her. Absolutely. She has a team of people around her. She does, but they're not there when it's the middle of the night and she's a keyboard warrior herself, right? Because she is, I mean, we know that we know that a lot of Chrissy Teigen's tweets are Chrissy Teigen actually tweeting them. I would say she might need somebody there to like be the filter of of those tweets because she's gotten herself in trouble before. Um, but I I do but I do want to hear her talk about yes her team what they all do how they're all involved and just her social media presence because she that is the majority of the space she occupies in the world right. If you say Chrissy Teigen to the average bear, they might not be able to tell you what projects she's worked on, but they can tell you that she's active on social media. Well, yeah, they're going to have most people are going to have sort of a superficial response to her that is probably rooted in a little bit of sexism, probably a certain amount of racism. Um, and like, I wouldn't expect most people to have thought too terribly much about Chrissy Teigen's, 
you know, role on social media other than they know that she is a person who says things Mm -hmm. and probably just think, well, she got what she deserved, which I don't think that's probably fair. But I do think there's a role that I would like to understand more and how she sees her own responsibility in adding to the things that we don't like about social media. Because... Like, do you understand that you're a very powerful, like, she, I know she knows all this, but that's why I have all these questions. Because I'm like, you're not naive. Right. So then what is it? Well, and Are then you my, cynical yeah. about social media and you just want to, you know, do the best you can for you and your family using social media? Or did you really think you could change social media? Right. You know, because a lot of people sometimes who are very popular think that they have powers that you and I don't have to sort of change Right to change the tide of something. Think you were going to change Twitter? Because it's like it's its own animal. It is Mm -hmm. a beast. Also, I just would like to say I think she has not done enough in response to the Courtney Stodden story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it (laughs) might be time to figure out that strategy also well right because we got her apology that she put on twitter and that's all and then that's all we've received from that this is the thing that i've been thinking about with her is is this it i mean i'm sure this is a deliberate strategy to not have her on social media at all because i think now instead of like constantly over explaining yourself on social media Mm -hmm. after something like this happens People like this have determined that is very famous visible people have determined that the best thing to do is go bye-bye in the car car for a while mm-hmm. and not say a thing about anything mm-hmm. and stay out, out, out until the conversation moves elsewhere. I'm ready to hear what she has to say. Though. Yeah. And we got to figure out how she's going to do that. We don't have to. She does. She will at some point mm-hmm. for sure. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we're going to talk about Disney's new sandwich. Oh. Disney's mm-hmm. new sandwich. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Stay tuned. <laughs> We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071.